Welcome to the Jet Setting Family Travel Podcast. My name's Rod, and along with my wife Jess and two young kids, Santi and Nora, we recently sold all of our stuff and have embarked on a worldwide adventure. We started our adventure in Southeast Asia and recently have concluded that portion of it. So today we wanted to have a recap on the show and talk about our favorite parts, our most unexpected surprises, and pass on any information that you might find helpful if you are planning your own Southeast Asia adventure. So we're going to begin this show with Santi, our oldest, and he's going to tell us all about his favorite experiences in Southeast Asia. Hey, Santi. Hi. Let's begin with some easy questions, okay? Okay. What is the favorite country that you have visited so far? Chiang Mai. Chiang Mai is the city? Where, what country is that in? Thailand. Yeah, and why was that your favorite? Because we got into a house that had... A Rubik's Cube, which I really like. Yeah. And at the Dar Devi, they had a really fun thing, which was a rice mashing machine. What else did we do? We did rice harvesting. Yeah, we planted some rice. We got to ride around on bikes. Yeah. We got to do a cool class. What class did we do? Boxing class. <laughs> we got oh, to yeah, do Thai yeah, boxing. Yeah. <laughs> did you learn some punches and kicks? Yeah. Yeah. And he and he letted me punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty surprising, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and funny. Okay. And Next question is, what has been the most fun adventure that you've had? My favorite adventure was is the bird park cuz Where was the bird park? Kuala Lumpur. In Malaysia. And why was that such a memorable experience for you? Because there was a funny experience that I had at the bird park, which was I was feeding fishies and then I got a piece and then I fell in. Fell into my, what? The pond. <laughs> you fell into the pond with all of your clothes, didn't you? Yeah, with my normal clothes. Oh, how did you feel? A little bit frustrated. Yeah, frustrated at first. But then how did you feel after that? Happy. Happy. It was kind of funny. <laughs> Did you have fun at the bird park? Yeah. Awesome. Okay, here's your next question. What has been your favorite park or playground? Hmm, I think it was that huge playground that we got into with some of my friends. Yeah, where was that at? Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, it was the Kuala Lumpur City Center Park. Huge, huge park, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and what was, what was so fun about it? That it was so huge that I couldn't even see the end of the park. Yeah, and there were like probably a hundred little playground pieces that you could play with, right? Yeah. So have you had a good time traveling the world? Yeah. Would you recommend it to other kids? Yeah. What would you say to other kids that want to travel? That traveling might be really fun. But you should still be careful because there is still more dangerous stuff out there. Well, there you have it, guys. Santi with the travel knowledge and passing on his favorites from Southeast Asia. Thanks, Santi. You're welcome. So now for the rest of the episode, Jess and I are going to be playing the question game. We've got a couple of questions about what some of our favorite things, activities, and other stuff was. And we each answer these questions separately, so we don't know what each of us is going to say. Hopefully we come up with some fun things for you in the next couple minutes. All right, question number one. 
What was your favorite meal while we traveled? Oh, golly. Um, it is the most random answer. We ate at probably the most expensive place we have eaten. But when we arrived at Singapore, we got in really late. We were really tired and we couldn't find a restaurant. And we stopped at this random Italian restaurant. And I always, I don't always think expensive meals mean better food. But in this case, I had the best penne arabiata that was perfectly spicy. <laughs> and maybe because I was tired and starving, it was just incredible. And I don't even know the name of the restaurant. It was just outside the re- uh, outside of the hotel that we were at. It was at the, the Nova. It was outside of the Novotel Stevens in Singapore. For me, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a specific meal from a restaurant, but it was a dish. And this dish is from northern Thailand. It's called Khao Soi Gai. And it is a noodle curry dish with chicken uh, that also has like fried crispy noodles on top. So when you mix it all together, you got like the crispy flavor of the noodles with the regular uh, rice noodles as well as the chicken and just really delicious kind of red coconut curry that just made it an absolute amazing meal for me. All right, question number two. What has been your favorite activity that we've done while we traveled? And before we answer this question, I just wanted to give you guys a little recap as to where we've actually been the past six months. So for all the new listeners that don't know very much about who we are or where we've gone, uh, we have traveled throughout Southeast Asia. We started in Manila, went uh, from the Philippines to Bali for a couple weeks, and then made our way up through Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, Vietnam, and Cambodia. And now we are um, on our way to Australia, where we'll spend the next couple of weeks. Uh, But that's where we've been in Southeast Asia. It's about five months of travel through there, all those different countries, tons of cities in between. So ready, Jess? Favorite activity? (laughs) I'm going to say for me, it's something from the cruise. My favorite activity was stopping at the local villages on the cruise. Which cruise was this? This was the Heritage Line cruise that we did in Cambodia. It started in the Tonle Sap River, um, went down through Phnom Penh, and then up the Mekong River. And we stopped at villages, and it it wasn't one of our extreme activities, but just being able to see our kids play with kids from their local villages, being able to go and see... um, more remote places that we typically don't get to when we're by ourselves, uh, having that accessibility and for all of these small towns to welcome us in their communities and give us a true glimpse of life in Cambodia was one of my favorites. It was a, a favorite just to have those interactions, but also to photograph. I really, really enjoyed that time. My favorite activity was a long tail boat ride off the island of Koh Anoi, which is in Thailand on the south end, just east of Phuket. We did a kind of half day boat tour around the surrounding islands and we got to these like really uninhabited islands with no other tourists around. It was just us landing on these islands, going out and exploring, getting to swim around, getting to snorkel a little bit. We saw an island with a bunch of monkeys that the kids got to feed bananas to. And ultimately it was just a really, really memorable day because 
It was wonderful. That was another, it was going to be my top two. Like, I, that was an incredible, incredible experience. And I honestly thought that the elephants in Thailand would be better than that experience, but the overall day on the boat was magical. On a similar note, the next question is, you know, a lot of the destinations that we go to are very famous on Instagram, and they have all of these different locations and places within them that a lot of people should go and see. This question is really about the underrated destinations. So which of the locations that we went to did you feel was very underrated? So you enjoyed it a lot more than you thought you would. Oh, the most underrated. I'm going to go back to Cambodia. I sadly, like I said in our podcast last week when we talked about Cambodia, it was a place that was like, if we have extra time, we will go. And I just regret having it framed that way because I wish we would have planned more time there. Um, so for countries, Cambodia, and I'm going to cheat and sneak another one in. Uh, for cities within a country, it'd be Langkawi. Mm-hmm. Langkawi, Malaysia, really surprised me. I love the size of the island. Um, it like wasn't too touristy yet, but it was still had enough to do as a family. We did um, different activities there from a cable car ride to a boat trip through the ma- mangroves. And it was just a wonderful time. The beach was beautiful. So country Cambodia, destination within a country, Langkawi. Yeah, just totally stole my thunder with the Langkawi pick. (laughs) That's what I'm going to go with. But the reason why is uh, one of the favorite travel locations and places that we've been to has been Maui in Hawaii. And we got really heavy Maui vibes when we were in Langkawi. The island itself is very quiet. The beaches are beautiful. There's mountains there that you can explore as well. So going to Langkawi and spending a week there with all of those activities from the cable car to the mangroves was absolutely wonderful. All right. So next question is about which places that we may have stayed too long at or not enough time in. So to give some context to this question, we are relatively fast travelers. We spend about a week, um, a maximum of two weeks, I would say, in a given city, and then maybe about a month or less total in each country. Um, so some places we were only there for a matter of days. Some of them we were there for up to two weeks. So, Jess, can you tell me your places where we spend maybe a little bit too much time, if any, or places we didn't spend enough time in? I will say I might get crap for this one because I know it's a place so loved by many. <laughs> but the place we spent too much time for me was Indonesia. Um, and I won't say Indonesia as a whole because I think had we moved around the country more, it would have been different. I'll say Bali. Um, we were in Bali to give it to be fair was the longest place we stayed out of anywhere in Southeast Asia. So maybe it was just I'm used to moving fast pace and we stayed there much longer. We were there three weeks and that's definitely the longest place we stayed. And I think for me, um, the people of Bali were incredible. So kind, so nice. I think we went during a bad time. It was high season, it was packed. And I think in my head, I envisioned open fields, relaxation, yoga, and I was met with a ton of traffic and a lot of overcrowdedness that I wasn't anticipating. Um, So maybe if we went back to Indonesia at a different time and explored different parts of the country that weren't just Bali, maybe some undiscovered gems, I would feel differently. Uh, But I think that maybe one week in Indonesia, or at least in Bali, 
would have been sufficient for me, not the whole three. <laughs> <laughs> I can agree with that. Um, I won't add any more to it, but I will answer the place that we didn't spend enough time with for me was in Siem Reap in Cambodia. We were only in Siem Reap for four days and we only got to see Angkor Wat for one of those days. We did go and see the sunrise there and it was absolutely breathtaking, a really awe-inspiring experience that I wish we would have had more time to explore. There are so many other temples aside from the main one in Angkor Wat that we could have gone to. There's a lot of open space in those areas around Angkor Wat for the kids to run and play around at. And also in the evenings, there's Pub Street in downtown Siem Reap, which is this really light-filled, restaurant-filled, live music area um, in the city center there with, re with really affordable and delicious food from all different places, whether it's Asian, Western, American food. Uh, they seem to have it all. And we were only at Pub Street for one night, the last night before we left. And when we left that night, we thought, man, why didn't we stay in Siem Reap longer? <laughs> Okay, we're gonna have our last question now. This one's gonna be an interesting one because it's not about a specific location or a specific activity that we've done. This one's about moments. So I'm gonna answer this question first so Jess can think about it a little bit. But in terms of what a special moment was for our family, um, I'm gonna go with one of, with actually our very last day in Southeast Asia. We were back in Bali for a couple of days uh, working at the Holiday Inn there. And the last day we had we had committed or I had committed myself to saying, OK, I'm going to wake up and watch the sunrise because we were on the eastern side of the island. So we were able to um, see the sunrise in the morning. And we also made some commitments to meet up with another a couple of other travel families on the west side of the island and kind of catch the sunset there. So that day was entirely packed with activities for us to do. We checked out of our hotel. We went over and met with them and had great had a great time spending time with, you know, other families that you can kind of relate to while you're traveling. We got to watch the sunset there, but that wasn't all. It, we also had a red-eye flight out of Bali going to Australia. And that flight, I think it went a lot smoother than we thought it would. Honestly, I think Santi fell asleep when we got to the airport, but Nora was like a happy kid in a candy shop throughout that entire <laughs> airport experience, which just filled my heart with joy, even though it was you know close to midnight. Our flight actually left at 1 a.m. and we were exhausted when we hopped on the plane, but we knew it was just nice knowing that we made the most of that experience. That's true. That was a nice day. For me, memorable moments. I will still say our first collab. So one of our first collaborations, uh, we've done collaborations prior to departing on our trip, but they were small local ones um, that we just kind of wanted practice at. And so when we got to Southeast Asia and we were pitching different places, I mean, you get a lot of no's at first. You know, you're trying to add value to your brand. You, you want to have experience to add to your you know, your resume, your profile, but getting those first few gigs is really hard. 
So when we got accepted at the Grand Hyatt in Kuala Lumpur, we were stoked. We were really excited. And it wasn't until we arrived that I don't think we really knew what to expect. Our collabs in the past, you kind of showed up and no one really cared you were there. You submitted your pictures and went on your way. So we show up at the Grand Hyatt in Kuala Lumpur and they pick us up at the airport with these signs. And then we don't even go to the check-in counter. They're like, no, we'll escort you straight to your room. It seemed like every staff had learned who our family was. <laughs> it was the most surreal, bizarre like experience. But they escorted us. And then it was this giant suite overlooking uh, the Patronus Towers. So this whole time, I'm trying to stay calm, like... These people can't know that I'm internally freaking out. Like this <laughs> is insane. Yeah. So like they check us in, they leave, and I'm just like, what? What <laughs> in the world? Like we're here, and the kids are like, this is the biggest room ever. And I don't know. It was a really cool experience because I feel like not only did we have that moment that we really really enjoyed. Looking back after having collaborated with the Grand Hyatt, it really was the starting point for us to start building our brand more. And so that's a moment I'll always cherish. And then it really helped us get our other collab at the Dar Debbie, which was so high on my list mm -hmm. and was a dream for years. So getting that one was another surreal moment. But I feel like the Grand Hyatt will always be a special place for me because it was really the jumping point of when we started to turn the jet setting family more from an idea to an actual business. Yeah. So, so Grand Hyatt, you didn't know we try to act like we were total experts, but internally. <laughs> <laughs> we were really excited and we hope that we still delivered. We think we did. And, uh, you know, thank you for that opportunity. <laughs> well, guys, so that wraps it up for this episode. One thing that we've mentioned in prior episodes, but um, just wanted to let you know, next week is our season finale for season one. And, uh, we will be taking a little bit of time off from the podcast so that we can plan some amazing content for season two, get some really, really good guests to share their travel knowledge and inspiration, and also so that we can prepare for our upcoming season of travel. So we are in Australia right now doing a road trip from Cairns in the northeast um, to Brisbane, kind of in the eastern middle. Side, eastern middle of <laughs> Australia <laughs> over a couple of weeks. So we'll be staying through a couple of cool little coastal towns. Um, and after that, we've got some interesting stuff that we're going to do up until um, the holidays in which we'll be going back to the U.S., spending some time with family in San Diego, in Texas, and in New Mexico. And then I actually have to work my Air Force Reserve job in January. So during that time, we're going to be brainstorming. We're going to be coming up with all of our different episodes, um, trying to mix it up a little bit on the podcast and getting a little bit more creative with each episode that we provide. So if you have any recommendations, always feel free to reach out to us at hello at the jetsettingfamily.com. This is definitely not the end of our podcast. We are committed to bringing this together and bringing this forward for at least another season. And uh, really, starting in February, we are continuing our adventure 
throughout Mexico, Central America, and the Caribbean for the next couple of months. So We're excited, guys. Even though the season is ending, we are not done yet. We are still going to be continuing to post uh, just about daily on Instagram. We've got our YouTube videos going up every Sunday as of now. And now the time that we use to do our podcast, we will be updating our blog. So if you want more information on Southeast Asia, blogs are going to start coming. There's also going to be a recap of our favorite hotels and why so a lot of exciting content that will be put up there um probably in end of november december time frames when the blog will really ramp up yeah so to close out the season next week we will be talking about the things that we've learned throughout our six months of uh full-time travel so you know we've talked a lot about what it took to sell all our stuff to plan out our trip This time we're going to be kind of looking back, not necessarily at the specifics of each destination like we did um, on this episode. It's going to be more overall takeaways that we have found that will hopefully help you as a family, as an individual or as a couple just to travel more and travel more efficiently um, overall. So once again, thank you guys. We really appreciate you for listening. And until next week, happy happy jet jet setting. setting. The music for today's show has been provided by The Long Valley with additional music by BMC. The Podglomerate. A sonic universe. Ever wonder if they were listening to you? So did Al Franken. Yep, that Al Franken. He was just on our podcast impersonating his former Senate colleagues in the name of privacy. What the Hack with Adam Levin will make you feel more chill about the unchill things that happen online and off with easy-to-understand tips to make your life a little less hackable. Join us as we look at the ways people get scammed and hacked. What the Hack with Adam Levin is a weekly cyber true crime show that unravels a fresh new hell every Monday. What the Hack with me, Adam Levin. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, I'm Dr. Jennifer Lincoln, board certified OBGYN, and you may know me from social media where I spend a lot of my time educating about everything reproductive health. This podcast is called Let's Talk About Down There, and that's what I'm doing. I am talking about down there with no shame, no stigma, a lot of fun, and a lot of education. And why? Because when we talk about these things, we educate and we empower ourselves. Call in, leave a question, and know that it's okay to have questions about your body, and we're going to answer them.